Hi, John Kuzma from EndzoneBlog.com's Across the Middle Show. Um, got a lot of football updates for you guys today. I know you guys are interested interested to see what's happening uh, around the NFL. So we're going to give you a rundown of all the latest news and uh, action. Thank you guys for tuning in, as always. Uh, let's start with the Baltimore Ravens defense. Uh, it's time to... You know, it's time for everybody to recognize just how good the Ravens defense is. You know, Baltimore has surrendered the least yards in the league, and they had 11 sacks against the Tennessee Titans. So the Baltimore Ravens are um, a very, very good football team, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, They have only surrendered 270 yards per game. And by keeping their opponents under wraps, Baltimore has been able to gain more possessions for their offense. You know, they got guys like Terrell Suggs, Zadarius Smith, and Tony Jefferson who lead this team uh, by excelling at each of their positions. And it all starts with Suggs and Smith up front. You know, they have to be disruptive at the line of scrimmage and really get after it, win against those offensive linemen. Um, most football fans know about T. Sizzle and everything he brings to this defense. You know, Suggs is a seven or ex, excuse me, a sixteenth year veteran, and he's recorded four and a half sacks. Very tough against the run too. Um, a complete football player who's dominating still, despite the fact that he's thirty six years old. You remember he was injured for most of his twenty fifteen season. Um, so the biggest thing for Suggs, you know, getting up there in age and uh trying to keep up with all these young guys is staying healthy. You know, the last three years or so, he's been able to do that. So if he can, um, you know, stay on the field for the whole season, there's no worries about his ability to perform. Uh, everybody knows Terrell Suggs is going to run circles around pretty much anybody he goes against. Just a very uh, instinctive football player. Not only that, physically superior than the guys he goes against. Um, just a, a matchup nightmare for offensive linemen because, you know, when Suggs is firing off that edge, uh, there's not a lot of things you're going to be able to do. You really have to double-team him with the tackle and a running back. But then that, that limits one of your players because now that running back can't flare uh, out of the backfield and run a, a pass a pass play. Um, but that's just what you have to do if you're serious about stopping Suggs because he is that good. And you can't let him get that pressure off the edge on your quarterback because then the play is doomed. Now you're forcing the QB to step up in the pocket. That's when those interior linemen um, can get penetration and make a play too. So Suggs has such a huge impact. Uh, and one of the main reasons Baltimore has been so good. And then the other guy, Zadaria Smith, He's recorded 5.5 sacks and is also a spark plug when it comes to the Ravens' pass rush. It's so difficult for teams to account for both these guys, Suggs and Smith, which is exactly why the Tennessee Titans gave up 11 sacks to the Baltimore uh, Ravens. You know, To be honest, it's almost impossible to lose when your team hits the quarterback that many times. Um, which is clearly going to be the winning formula for John Harbaugh's squad moving forward. This team has also made some positive strides on the offensive side of the ball, and that's why uh, they're off to such a good start. You know, they're four and two this year. There's a lot of optimism right now, um, and we could be looking at an AFC playoff team, especially if these guys play like they did against Tennessee. 
Um, the Ravens will take on New Orleans this weekend, and that won't be an easy uh, game by any means. However, it's a test that will determine whether or not they're a true contender. You know, a win for Baltimore or the Saints would go a long way for their morale. Um, I think everybody in that locker room already believes they can do great things, but when you come out, you beat Drew Brees, uh, arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, if not the greatest. Um, I think you can put him and Tom Brady up there as two of the greatest ever. Uh, um, But if Baltimore beats Drew Brees, everybody uh, on that roster, uh, suddenly the... The energy um, those guys have, it takes a huge step. They're going to be a lot more confident. um, And I already think they believe they can beat anyone. But after you beat the Saints, it's like, wow, we really are that good. And teams have to watch out for us. So Baltimore, they have to lock in, do everything they can to be disruptive against Breeze. Um, We know how potent the Saints passing offense has been um, the last, what, decade or so. So... Uh, it's a big game for Baltimore, and they have to make the most of uh, every single drop back. And not only that, every single snap. Um, the next topic we have is the Jaguars trade a fifth-round pick to the Browns for Carlos Hyde, a move that's supposed to help Jacksonville run the football more effectively. Uh, the Jaguars have been hurting with Leonard Fournette sideline with a hamstring injury, and it's gotten to the point where something had to be done. You know, this team... Signed Jamal Charles, hoping to shore up their backfield. But they didn't stop there. They also decide, uh, we're going to go out and get um, Carlos Hyde. What they did is they exchanged uh, a fifth-round pick for Hyde. You know, And this is a good pickup because Carlos Hyde has 382 yards and five touchdowns. But that didn't stop Cleveland from shipping him out. You know, Obviously, the Browns wanted to get Nick Chubb on the field. But this is a, this is a foolish move by the dog pound um uh, yeah they uh get a little bit more draft capital and uh this fifth round pick that can be used on a, a player eventually but that's too low for carlos hyde you know carlos hyde had five touchdowns 382 yards he's a big contributor to your offense you can't just ship him out like that um just because you have this premature decision that uh, Nick Chubb is going to come in and fulfill that role. Now, Chubb has looked great in his limited reps, and he's earned the right to get more carries. But to completely write off Carlos Hyde and um, just hand the reins over to Chubb already, I think it was a little bit desperate. And what did they gain? A fifth-round pick? Not every fifth-round pick is going to turn into Tyreek Hill. Uh, it's, in fact, a long shot to even get a player that can contribute in the fifth round. So I just thought that was a, a dumb football move overall by uh, the Cleveland Browns. And it's a little bit of, ga- of a gamble because the Browns needed... Uh, um, it, it, the, the Browns needed Hyde at the moment because they're improving. Uh if Chubb doesn't pick up the slack, then the person who will be hit the hardest by this deal will be Baker Mayfield. You know, uh, Hyde gave Cleveland a ground presence, and that's so beneficial to a rookie quarterback who's trying to find his way. Uh, now Carlos Hyde will head to Northeast Florida and do his best to hold things over until Fournette returns. 
that's not exactly a role that Hyde is going to be thrilled about because he's had uh, an impressive body of work throughout his first uh, five pro seasons. The Jaguars should be able to win a couple more games with a better rushing attack, but this situation has to be frustrating for Hyde due to the fact that eventually Fournette's going to come and take his job. Uh, Truthfully, this was a smart deal for Jacksonville, though, because they gave up a late-round pick for a good player. The same can't be said for the Browns. They really dropped the ball, and this wasn't the best course of action by John Dorsey. So basically what I'm trying to relay to all of you um, is the Cleveland Browns just took a huge risk and they're finally trending in the right direction Um, they finally have their ducks in a row Uh, you know they had one win through the past two seasons and they already beat that total this year so for them to uh, trade one of their best offensive weapons. Keep in mind, they already let Josh Gordon go, and I understand that he had a ton of problems with Cleveland, and there was a legitimate reason why the Browns were so frustrated with Gordon. But look what he's doing in New England now. He's at least being a contributor, and he's on the field week in and week out. I think, uh, yeah, he had that, that hamstring injury, which kept him out of the lineup, but to let him go after most of the problems were in the rear view mirror. I don't know if that was the best move. Now you let Carlos Hyde go. You're taking talent away uh, from Baker Mayfield. You know, he's losing the key pieces around him. And Gia Chubb has been very promising in these, uh, like I said, these limited snaps that he's getting. But what if uh, when he does take a a larger role, um, his average starts to drop down? We all know your average drops the more carries you take. It's hard to continuously have those big plays. And when you're only having uh, five or six carries a game and you have one big play, your average shoots to the roof and everybody's like, this guy's great. But um, as soon as you... You know, take 20 or 30 handoffs a game, It's you start coming back to earth a little bit. That's just the way the, the statistics work. So Chubb, he's a good runner, but I've seen um, for all those home runs he's hit, and he's hit, you know, three or four this year where he went the distance or went for a long game and really helped this offense. But there was also a lot of plays where he was tackled for a two-yard gain, three-yard gain. And look just like any other running back uh, would because simply the play didn't work for them. Uh, The line didn't block it good enough or the defense did a good job of uh, recognizing what the offense was trying to do to them. And uh, if, you know, I think Chubb will be good and I think he'll do his best to make uh, the most out of being the lead back. And I think, you know, Cleveland really likes Duke Johnson and his versatility where you can line him up at receiver or in the backfield or wherever. But Carlos Hyde, um, even during his time in San Francisco, he's always been a good player, Uh, always been someone that can be a spark plug. To just give up on a guy who has five touchdowns and is your leading rusher and not just give up on him, to give up on him for a fifth-round pick 
That's gutsy, and I don't like it. I think Jacksonville won this trade by a lot, and you're going to see the results on game day. I'm John Kuzma. That's all I have today. Check out endzoneblog.com. Also check out our Twitter, endzoneblog, uh, at endzoneblognfl. I appreciate it. Have a great day.